Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Welcome back everyone and uh, good to have you along with us for our third or fourth part of our series. Let's just think about it. We've had the um, mortgage broker, we've had the accountant, we've had the financial planner. So the fourth in our series on establishing your own personal financial team. And today we're going to be talking to Elise, um, who is a lawyer and uh, we're going to be talking with her about the value of having a lawyer as part of your financial team. So have a listen and then we'll get back together at the end for a bit of a discussion. So welcome Elise, thank you very much for joining us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. No worries. So, um, Elise, we've been talking to different people about um, who we should have on our financial team. And so I was just wondering that as a lawyer, if you could just give us a brief outline of the services that you provide. Okay, so lawyers provide a range of different services for and a range of different matters as well. So whether your matter may be simple or complex, or if there's a little bit of ambiguity, perhaps it might be a good idea to see a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Um, When finding a lawyer, it is important to make sure that you're picking the right one and who is the right fit for you. So most lawyers actually have specialisations. And as you can appreciate, the law is quite broad and legislation is far and in between as well. So it's very helpful and also cost effective (laughs) for you to find a lawyer who specialises in the area that you need. So whether it be drafting important documents such as wills, powers of attorney, advanced care directives or writing or reviewing a contract and also family law matters and also business related matters as well. So there are quite a different number of specialisations. Okay, so when you're looking for that particular service, it's probably better to call the place and just check this is what I'm looking for. Is that what you deal in? Yes, that's exactly right. And often a lot of law firms as well, they'll have a number of lawyers that have different specialisations. So check out their website and see if there is a right fit for there too. And a lot of lawyers actually provide, often provide about a half an hour free consultation. And that way you can see if you're finding the right fit there too. Oh, great. Oh, that sounds good. So when we're talking about uh, having a, a financial team around us, what do you, what value do you think a lawyer brings to such a team? Now, much to misconceptions, lawyers are actually on your side, believe it or not. <laughs> they do want the best for their clients. Yes. Um, 
And what they will do is they will ensure that whatever transaction you are entering or wanting to enter, that your best interests are maintained for yourself and Mm -hmm. also for your business and they are actually beneficial for you. So when we talk about things like end-of-life documents, so we're talking about wills, powers of attorney, advanced care directives, Mm they will ensure that your peace of mind is there when you pass away or when you're no longer able to make decisions that you ordinarily would be able to make day to day. So they'll make sure that your assets and other important decisions are going to be well protected. That's good because actually um, when I was preparing to do the podcast about the financial team, I actually had um, um, an email question come through from a lady who was looking for medical power of attorney. And I've noticed that there's definitely particular times in a person's life when questions arise regarding, and they'll say to me, do you know a good lawyer because I need to get a will? Or do you know a good lawyer? (laughs) It's all about who you know. Yeah, that's right. And so they were talking about medical power of of, uh, attorney. So I was wondering if you might speak into those areas and maybe explain what they are and why choose a lawyer and not use one of those write-it-yourselves free will kits. Yes, no, that is a very big thing as well. So (laughs) when you're talking about these types of documents, now what we should probably mention as well is that the legislation and um, these documents are actually different all around Australia. These are state jurisdictions. So you need to check with your local state to see what is actually um, current there. So that's my first tip as well. Um, The second one is that there are three major documents um, in South Australia that we need to consider. The first being a will. So the will essentially is your end-of-life document that will dictate to your um, executives or your executor how you would like your assets and affairs kind of directed and how you want things to be tied up. But a will does not kick in until you have passed away. Okay, so it's important to have that in because a lot of people assume that I have a will. So my power of attorneys are all sorted. Unfortunately, not. They're completely different. So it's important to have all three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With respect to powers of attorney, there are two in South Australia. The first being an enduring power of attorney. This is a financial document whereby if you are unable to make your own financial decisions, you have appointed people in your life that you are willing to do that for you. So this will give them the power to pay your bills, go to the bank, sign checks for you, or back when we used to, or make transactions for yourself, and also liaise with institutions such as government institutions, to organize your affairs without this document they will be unable to do that now there are two ways in which you can kick this in you can kick it in when you no longer have legal capacity Mm -hmm. so it means that perhaps you may be suffering from early onset dementia or you're getting older or it's simply just getting a little bit too difficult for you yeah Okay, and the other one is where you can just allow it to get started straight away. Now, often lawyers will suggest that you wait until the legal capacity side because you don't want anyone taking control of your finances without you knowing, especially when you're still capable of doing it yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, and then the other one is the advanced care directive. Now, this was previously called the medical power of attorney. Oh, right. Um, 
Um, yes, and there was also a power of guardianship as well, so to do with end-of-life decisions and also nursing homes, etc. So a couple of years ago, the South Australian government actually integrated the two, and there's now called the Advanced Care Directive. Right. So these basically allow your family members to make decisions for yourself with respect to your medical procedures and also your ability of where you may live if you are unable to take care of yourself as well. And there are some big questions in that one, such as what happens if um, you are completely, I guess, incapacitated and brain dead, Mm -hmm. whether or not you would want your life support turned on or turned off, etc. So these documents go into quite a lot of detail. So it's important to actually seek advice from a lawyer to ensure that you're not missing anything. Yes. Unfortunately... If you miss something important, whether it be in your will or your power of attorney or your advanced care directive, obviously it's at the point where you're not there to solve the problem anymore. That's why these documents exist. So to save costs and having to go to court and trying to pay and make a judge to make this decision for you, it's important to have them drafted. Yes. Um, unfortunately, now these days, the Supreme Court is seeing more than ever probate matters in the courts, which means that people are fighting over wills that have not been made properly. Right. These cost thousands of dollars. And unfortunately, you know who's paying for it? <laughs> the yes. estate is paying for it. So right. instead of this money being able to be gifted to your family members, it's going to be gifted to the courts. And we don't want that to happen. So yeah. it's best to just see a lawyer so you know that all those loose ends are tied up, especially if you have complex matters with respect to wills. So if you have quite a difficult estate where you hold a lot of property, where you have share portfolios, where you have family trusts or self-managed super funds, etc., please, please, please (laughs) see a lawyer. (laughs) Now, a lot of people say, when do I need a will? Yes, yes. I think we've I'm all going said to be that. quite honest here. That's exactly right. Can you believe my husband and myself do not have wills? Oh, gosh, that's disgusting. I know. Guys. And all my friends go, but you're a lawyer. Why don't you have a will? And it's like, because when I think about it, it just gets too complicated. <laughs> but a lawyer will help you make it much easier. Every time I see clients, they go, oh, that was nowhere near as hard as what yeah. I thought it would be. I'm like, yeah. see? It's completely fine. And it's it's interesting, Elise, because when you were talking before and I asked the question, why go to a lawyer and not have a will kit? And then you started to talk about the uh, advanced care directive and the enduring power of attorney. I thought, well, that just tells you the reason why now, because it's so complex. I'm sure that a will kit would not help you at all. No, that's not it. And unfortunately, because the will kits aren't complete, When your documents end up in the probate registry, the Mm. probate registrar is going, hold on, this isn't a complete will. No, I'm sorry, we need a judge to decide on this because we can't decide on it. And you don't want to waste your time nor your money. I think during this process, it's a very difficult time. Families are grieving. They're trying to get used to a new normal. Yeah. So you want to leave that as easy for them as possible so definitely seeing a lawyer makes it much easier and honestly they're not that expensive Mm -hmm. and you can honestly get the appointments done within two two sessions i think so you go there you provide your instructions yeah the lawyer will often give you a draft over email for you to review you can ask to have any changes made special bequests that you perhaps want and then you come back into the office and have it all signed 
Oh, well, that, yeah. And as you said before, it's far better to pay that money rather than be showing yeah. out to the courts later on. That's exactly right. Now, yeah. what as well with lawyers, I think it's important to say is that they will liaise with other members of your financial team. Okay. So they won't just keep to themselves and they'll liaise with everyone, even with wills and things like that. They will liaise with your accountant if need be to make sure that all the assets yeah. are being considered and nothing's being left out. Okay. Oh, that's good. Very good to know. Well, thank you for that. Um, is there anything you would like to add to any of that? Yes, please don't do a wheel kit or do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I did understand that. I realised, gosh, that's a ridiculous thing to see. I think we yes. actually did. We did do a wheel kit at one stage and uh, and then... I realised later on, we just did it just for peace of mind, but really it's not yeah. peace of mind. <laughs> and I know a lot of people rely on the public trustee because yes. they offer a free will. Yes. I would stray away from that also, only because they take their money at the end and they take it at quite a high percentage. Oh, yes. So, yes, and if you can, excuse me, <coughs> try and negate from appointing the law firm as your executor because oh. that can get quite expensive as well. Yeah. Because yeah. they will charge you per hour to do all the winding up of your estate. Oh, gosh. Oh, that could be yes. huge. That's it. Exactly right. Yeah. And they like that. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot of money in their pocket. So appoint a trusted family member or friend. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's been really, really helpful. Thank you very much for that, Elise. And if anybody sends me in any questions, I can always ask you and get back to the people online. So that's fine. Yeah, absolutely. More yeah. than happy to. All right. Well, thank you so much for that. And uh, I'm sure everybody will find that very interesting. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much. No worries. Well, I don't know about you, but I found that quite interesting, particularly surrounding cost. I think so many people will stay away from lawyers because they think that they are so expensive. But as Elise was talking, it became more and more obvious that you're actually going to save yourself quite a lot of money um, if you go and see a lawyer to have your will done properly, your, uh, you know, the different aspects of that, um, the advanced care directive and the enduring power of attorney. Making sure you have those done beforehand, before you actually need them, really does save you a lot of money. I think that was the most surprising to me, that when you use things like these um, home do-it-yourself will kits, it's actually not a complete will. And so that when it's presented um, for probate, then it is sent straight to the judge to decide because it's not complete. Gosh, that's really quite um, alarming, I think. And so, you know, I think probably um, a few really good points there. Very clear on what each of the different um, important documents covered. So I really appreciated Elise going into that. And I'm sure you'll rewind that and have a listen to it again because there's a lot in there. Um, but I think the main thing that came out to me was, look, instead of just putting it off, let's just get the wills done. Because, you know, if you're going to put it off, you never know when your end comes, do you? And sometimes it happens quite suddenly. 
and, and, and quite out of the blue. And if you are not prepared for that, then the people left behind can really struggle because it can put them in a very difficult period of time. They're not quite sure what's happening. They're not quite sure what, you would, what you're wanting. So to be able to dis, uh, have discussed that with your own lawyer um, well before you pass away or well before it's needed, it makes the whole process a lot easier. And so, you know, two things that really stood out for me was the clarity surrounding going to see a lawyer and what's needed, what you do, and only really two appointments. If you've got a very complicated situation, maybe there'll be a bit, bit more and it might be a little bit more expensive. But secondly, how much you'll actually save in the long run, because really in the end, it costs money. That money will come out of your estate and um, you won't be able to distribute quite as much to the people you wanted to in the first place and it will probably take a very long time for it all to come through. So I really appreciated that and I sort of think that there's going to be a few questions that's going to be asked um, coming on from that interview because there's a lot more we could talk about and so what I'm going to do is um, obviously you can talk to me podcast at coachchris.com.au um, and we may do a, an appointment, a, a podcast coming up very soon on answering those questions. So next week, we'll do a bit of a wrap up with regard to the team. And if I do get the opportunity, I'll be able to answer some of those questions there as well. So thank you very much for joining me. I hope you've really enjoyed this series. I have. I found it very enlightening. And we'll get together again next week for a bit of a wrap up and hopefully have a great week in the meantime. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh,